I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And folks, after two weeks of football, we now have co-favorites to win the Super Bowl. The Chiefs are at 6-1. to They were at plus 650 last week. But it's the 49ers shortening the odds from 7-1 to to 6-1. to So the Chiefs and 49ers are co-favorites to win the Super Bowl at BetMGM. Meanwhile, the Cowboys have made a significant move going from 11-1 to to 8-1. to Even though the Giants and Jets have not impressed, the blowouts certainly have. You look at uh, percent of tickets, Bengals lead the way at 9.5%. Eagles and Chiefs round out the top three. But when it comes to team futures that stand out, Aaron, where would you like to start? Hmm. A lot of this makes sense to me. And some of the teams where you can get some more value, I feel like at this point of the season, I don't know if I trust them enough. Like, for example, looking at the NFC South, is this the Falcons now that are going to challenge the Saints or are we getting some value on the Bucks? You know, I don't know if I can put my money on the Bucks plus 420 to win the NFC South, but that was one that I looked at. Then looking at the NFC West, oh man, plus 650 for our Seahawks and the Niners, minus 400. I know we talked about that before, but that's just something I'm going to stay away from. But if I had to place a bet, Seahawks plus 650 was definitely interesting. Other than that, gosh, I mean, the AFC North is very intriguing to me. You got the Ravens at minus 110. The Browns now with the Chubb injury and the fact that Deshaun Watson doesn't look like the guy I was hoping he would turn into after all that time off. Uh, I don't think I'll be interested in placing anything. For me, a lot of the divisions, that's what I looked at, are still a little bit of a wait and see. There wasn't anything that I felt like, I've got to bet this now, Joe. Okay. Uh, with with them, two of them playing last night, I thought the AFC North is interesting, just how they've slotted the teams after two games. Baltimore, the favorite. Everyone agrees with that. By the way, it's around even money. If you think they're going to run away with it, it's the North, so I don't know that I'm there. Uh, Cleveland, second favorite. Even after last night, mm-hmm. they're still the second favorite. Cincinnati, fourth. You can, Rather, third. You can find them at plus 475 which is interesting if you think they can get this figured out. But, you know, 
Is Burrow going to miss a significant amount of time? Not sure. And then Pittsburgh, fourth place, plus 550 with a pretty bunched up. Uh, I thought how they ordered it was pretty interesting. And then I also looked at I looked at the divisions where if you're 0-2, you're going to have a good number right now. But if, if you're 0-2, but you're only one game back. Because it is going to be tough sledding. If you start 0-2 and, and there's a 2-0 in your division, mm-hmm. a couple that jumped out. I'm not saying bet on them. I'm just I was interested in the number. So we think the AFC South is going to be wide open, right, for the most part, unless you think Jacksonville runs mm-hmm. away with it. If you still believe in that, you've got Houston. They're 0-2, and they're one game back. Even though they're just one game back, they are 15-1. to 15-1 to mm-hmm. for the division. And not saying a bet on it. But I'm just pointing it out that we believed all offseason that the North would be up for grabs, right? That's the case. Everybody lost in the North on Sunday or this week. The entire division lost. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a one-game gap. Chicago's 0-2. It's a one-game lead. They're all the way down at 16-1, to sitting one <sighs> game back. Not saying they're going to figure it out. It's bad here in Chicago. Let me tell you. Like, they want it all burned down right now. But uh, that number of 16 to 1 being one game back certainly jumped out. What would have to happen at quarterback? Justin Fields completely turns things around. They make a change. Like Jesus returns to the earth is what would have to happen. I was going to say Kevin Lapka comes in at quarterback. Oh, yeah, he's great. I mean, it's... What would have to happen? I Here's the scary thing. They just face the easy part of the schedule. Here come the Chiefs. Uh, <laughs> and it's not going to be a lot of fun after that either. So it's I just, yeah. I, I'm looking at divisions that are up for grabs. And I think it's something worth monitoring. Am I betting Houston today? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I do want to find out more about Shroud's shoulder. It sounds like it was fine. Uh, am I betting on the Bears? I mean, come on. Wow. I mean, We'll talk about it later. I was taking a look at odds on some of the other stuff. Like the, That's what I want to see. We don't have it yet, so maybe we'll have to get to it tomorrow. I want to see what worst record is, guys, because mm-hmm. Arizona was the heavy, heavy favorite after two games. I know they're 0-2. I don't think Arizona's going to have the worst record. Mm-hmm. Really? No, who, I don't. Who would it be? I agree. They've exceeded expectations. I guess that's what happens when you don't have any pressure. You just go out there, have fun. And nobody was talking about the Cardinals. And they could have won. I mean, I, I, I'm surprised. Dobbs, you know, hasn't looked as bad. I think there could be worse teams like the Giants. <laughs> I want to see, see the odds. But mm-hmm. the Raiders... I, I, I lean towards them right away, and they're one and one. So I think we'll find some value on that number. And the Giants might be at a bettable number. I'm not buying into that second half against Arizona the fir- too much. Yeah, the first six quarters, they either. looked like the yeah. worst team in football, hands yeah. down. Absolutely, they did. And this is where analyzing the schedule matters a great deal because mm-hmm. I'm likelier to think that an AFC team will have the worst record because you're going up against so many good quarterbacks and so many good offenses. Maybe there's a way to skirt through it. Certainly when you look at the AFC North, some of those offenses leave something to be desired, but you could also have an awful run 
to where, yeah, you have the worst record, even though you're not the worst football team. You know, one of the things that I find interesting when we look at, say, the Saints at 2-0, the Commanders at 2-0, is something that we have undefeated teams that have not impressed us, to say the least. And I also Mm -hmm. think it can go the other way, right, where you have 0-2 teams who are impressive. And you go, all right, it is only a matter of time before they put things together. Or one-and-one teams where you go, yeah, they have a win, but they're not going to get a second one or a third one. That's definitely within the realm of possibilities. And I think the Giants make a whole lot of sense there. Um, One team I want to talk about in the AFC East, Buffalo Bills have the second shortest odds at plus 140. And I wonder if now is the time for a buy-low opportunity for the Bills And this is everywhere, division, conference, Super Bowl. It took several turnovers and a punt return for a touchdown for Buffalo to lose that game against the Jets. When they're actually playing a decent brand of football, Aaron, like we saw against the Raiders, they shellacked them. It wasn't even close. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. while I know that was an ugly loss in week one, they're turnovers. They're unexpected. There's a lot of variance to them. And it's something where I go, yeah, like they lost to Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's embarrassing. But I can guarantee you Zach Wilson's going to beat a good football team at some point this year. It's going to happen. So maybe it's something where we shouldn't let recency bias cloud our judgment too much. And if you feel like that the Bills are a good football team, now is the time to buy into them, knowing full well that it wouldn't take a whole heck of a lot for everything to fall apart with the Dolphins. I'm with you, especially with Tua, and I did write down the Bills as a team because I thought, yeah. you know, 10 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Am I overreacting? There are plenty of people I respect who came on this show throughout the summer saying the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl. They are the most complete team, so I don't know if I should be overreacting too much. Again, I'm not sure I'm, I'm going to place anything, but this might be the time because if they do start dominating and, and just take off, you're not going to get these numbers again, Joe. For sure. For sure. And I, I'm expecting Buffalo to go to Washington and take care of business there. And I also do expect Miami to move 3-0. and They're going to be hosting the Broncos and things are not looking good there right now. But it, but it all sets up for the week four matchup at the Bills, this is I, – I thought it was a bit of an overreaction last week when after one game they made the Dolphins the favorite, but they were slight favorites. But now the gap is widening a little bit here. So, right, just uh, – we might be looking back and saying at any point in time to see the Bills as a second favorite and get some pretty good plus money on them to win the division, that's insane. Uh, we can eliminate the other half of the division with Zach Wilson under center for the Jets – and Hackett did not put him in a position to succeed. Hey, Zach Wilson, let's just keep dropping back, man. It's just like Aaron Rodgers. You're the same dude. It's fine. And, you know, Patriots, <laughs> I like them on a week-to-week situation with certain point spreads. Them too. Like, what's Bill O'Brien doing? Mac Jones is going to win it with his arm? You're going to keep pace with the Dolphins? Like, you know what you have to do to win games. So, I, I don't know what some of these coaches are doing early on yet but yeah you can immediately eliminate those two teams as far as i'm concerned it's just making a choice between miami and buffalo and striking while the iron is hot and this might be the the buy point for buffalo hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And yeah, Joe, the thing with the Bills too, like I wonder if people sort of read too much into playoff performances for Buffalo and just think that they can't win the big one or they choke under pressure or whatever it is. I mean, sometimes this is just variance, right? Like, mm-hmm. what happened in that Chiefs game a couple of playoffs ago, that was just insanity. That, that's all it was. It was just insanity. Like, two phenomenal quarterbacks playing at a, at a ridiculously high level to the point where they changed the rules because of what happened in that overtime. Like, that's how, that's how meaningful and historic that game was. And all of a sudden, like, we're a year, two years removed from that. And now all of a sudden we're like, uh, Josh Allen can't do very much. No, he looks spectacular and he's looked spectacular in the playoffs. I mean, not so much last year, but he has looked spectacular in the playoffs and it can happen again. Yes. And there, there's a rough stretch late in the season for Buffalo that might concern you a little bit. But you know what? If you're getting plus money, if you're that concerned, we'll see how things shake out. Maybe that's a buy point on Miami because there's a month where Buffalo has Philly, Casey, Dallas at the L.A. Chargers. Who knows? Who knows who the coach is for the Chargers once we get to week number 16. But uh, that that's a brutal spot. But, but outside of that, I, I would think they should be able to coast – to week 11, they host the Jets. I, they'll get, they should get a season split in that spot. But by then, I, I'm looking at where the, where the challenging games outside of Miami. Uh, at Cincinnati, uh, we still think. But outside of that, they should be winning all these games. I actually kind of like that rough stretch. I feel like that that's going to prepare them, assuming they don't suffer a ton of injuries coming out of that. I feel like they'll be battle-tested for the playoffs and very well prepared rather than having a soft schedule heading into the playoffs. I, I love that philosophy, right? Like sometimes you have a tough schedule. Yeah, like things may not go your way. But also sometimes you figure out where the deficiencies are and you become a more complete football team that way. And the matchups are more advantageous because you see things. and You might be seeing these teams again down the road. And so you're better prepared for all of that. So definitely that makes a whole lot of sense. Aaron, you mentioned uh, the Seahawks at uh, plus 650, 6-1, depending upon where you are. I, I think that's a great bet here in large part because I, I'm almost to the point where I think Brock Purdy is not going to stink anymore that maybe he has a higher floor 
than say other quarterbacks, but mm -hmm. maybe that means that once he faces a stiffer competition, that maybe there's only so much that the 49ers can do, that maybe there's a lower ceiling for them than say the Seahawks. And yeah, they're already a game behind, but maybe it's something where Geno Smith and those outstanding wide receivers, maybe they can do a little bit more offensively to where when they have tougher games, they can perform at a higher level. Whereas with the 49ers, maybe that ceiling's just a little bit lower. Or, you know, maybe there's another perspective. Yeah. Really quick on the Seahawks, I know Joe's got a couple others. Is I was really impressed with Geno Smith. He handled all the criticism. I thought he played very well under duress. They were banged up. They had some injuries on the offensive line, and he bounced back. So I like what I saw from the Seahawks, and maybe that was just a bad performance, and they can turn things around, Joe. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about the defense. 30 points to the Rams, 31 to the Lions, it better improve a ton uh, these next two weeks against Carolina and the New York Giants. But to get to one and one, that was big because we should be waking up in two weeks and saying that Seattle Seahawks are three and one and this 50 to one Super Bowl number is long gone. Two that, uh, I, that stood out to me when it comes to Super Bowl odds. Of course, Cincinnati dropped again. They should have dropped again. It's worth mentioning they are 20 to one. We need some more information on Burrow. But, um, you know, this Browns number really dropped after last night. Was it more the loss that they should have won? Was it more Nick Chubb and, and looking ahead or what? what is it? But they're all the way down to 33-1, to one, guys. The other day they were 22-1 to one mm. for the Super Bowl. That, that's significant. Could be Watson, too. I think yeah. it's a combination. Yeah. yeah, it absolutely is. Definitely something to be monitoring going forward. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board, and apparently Aaron received a text message that's supposed to blow our minds. Oh, no. Blow our minds. I can't wait. That's right here on the BetQL Network.